my mom left to go back to Thailand when I was 16, and she taught me a lot of things that hey, um, in order to, you know, live independently, you, you need to know where things are at, and that includes um, finance. Um, so I've learned how to budget from a very young age. Welcome to the first ever episode of Talk About Something. Today's guest is a very special person. Please welcome my partner, Mint. We are going to talk about understanding the art of personal finance and savings. Mint is one of the very few people who has completely changed my habits around personal finance in a better way. I can't tell you how thankful I am of her insights. In this episode, Along with her journey, she shares a few tips and tricks that I have personally applied and needless to say, the results have been fantastic. There's tons of value in this episode for anyone who is looking to pursue their financial goals. So stick around and enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first ever episode of Talk About Something with myself. How are you feeling, Mint? Good. What are you expecting out of this episode? <laughs> um, just expecting it to go well and hopefully I can uh, shed some more light on how I take care of my finance. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope that this goes well, both of our first time. So let's see. Um, but yeah, let's get straight into it. Um, today I want to discuss about your ways of saving Mm -hmm. and personal finance and how you manage your money per se yeah um the reason why i want to do this episode first of all is because mint is a very organized person and i've never met anyone else in my life who is this organized about um her money her or his money um i've learned a lot of stuff by being with her in the last two and a half years and uh, initially I totally dismissed the ideas that well some of the ideas that she were, she had uh, but over the course of last two and a half years I've seen the advantage of having something like that mm-hmm. work for you and that's why I do want to introduce this this way to all of our listeners. Um, my first question for you would be um, when you receive a paycheck, yeah, how much percentage should a normal person be saving from their paycheck? What do you do? What's your way? Well, I'll give it, I'll give a little background or history on this first because obviously before I got my um, finance organized and everything, I pretty much Google this very question myself and you can get any percentage from you know 10 to 50 60 80 and for some I I guess at the end of it I just went with um, what Dave Ramsey said and he recommended that like um, one should at least set aside 10% of their paycheck and obviously make that into your saving and that's how I got started 
Um, I got started with 10%, but gradually um, you, I guess, uh, learn more about how you spend your money on a weekly, you know, daily, monthly basis and um, can get a hang of like, okay, actually I can save a little bit more or spend a little bit less here. So um, for the past, I'll say like three, at least three years, um, I would aim to save at least 30%. And let's say I used to be in a sales position where um, from time to time I'll get commission, right? Um, so on those paycheck, I'll just save more wherever I can, but also make sure that I, you know, I, I leave aside some money to, to reward myself as well. Um, but yeah, personally, as of right now, I'll aim to save at least um, 30 and I would like to get up to 40% yeah. in, in the future. Um, and yeah, as long as I obviously maintain my um, current lifestyle where where I don't spend on a lot of luxurious thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You did mention that some people end up saving up to 80%. Wow. I can just imagine how much they are, how many things they are cropping from their life to save that sort of money. It's a ridiculous amount. Yeah, well, I mean, everything is quite relative. And also, everyone's situation is quite different. If you're living with your, for example, living with your parents, um, which, let's say, a lot of my friends are, um, they don't end up paying rent. So that allowed them to save a bigger chunk of their paycheck which is really mm-hmm. good um and you know some people are let's say a like a single parent family who i don't know have to take care of two kids um no matter how much they earn they they're still gonna be um you know spending more than the normal average person because they're the only one working for the family um yeah so at the end of the day i i, I feel like you you should start somewhere um that is realistic for you yeah um and all over time you you do need to look back and revise um your budget and see like hey can i save more where can i cut down and things like that yeah it's it's not a one time and like sit and forget um strategy i guess you need to go back you need to constantly revolve around what your paycheck is and then hmm. identify the opportunities where you can save money is it pretty much um which which is a good habit to have because uh, you don't you don't want to you know i guess wake up in one day and realize oh crap i don't even know where my money has gone to and and let's say like you don't you know have enough for emergency and not i guess not being able to sleep at night that's that's like my worst nightmare absolutely that's just sounds scary and i think it should be a good motivation to have for people who want to save more um Mm. let's take it back uh where did this discipline come from i mean what i want to ask you is what's the driving factor Mm. um and what happened in your past that has uh, given you this this habit or has motivated you to start somewhere um, 
especially mm. when you start earning let's say a graduate a recent graduate yeah. who gets a job all they want to do is spend their money <laughs> the moment they receive it so where does this driving factor um, comes from um i guess back from i can remember right like uh i grew up with an older brother i only have one sibling and i don't know being me maybe the younger sibling thing like you you well i personally got really competitive when i was young and we both had like a piggy bank right and i tried to save as much as i could maybe i was you know 6 7 8 years old and just try to beat my brother mm. that was my main <laughs> motivating factor did you ever beat factor? him oh yeah of course i mean he had an unfair advantage of getting more spending money per day just because he was um a year or two years uh ahead of me yeah um but that just motivated me to buy less snacks at school um but obviously now that's not the motivating factor of why I would save um and to go back to your point of you know first getting a job and then getting your first paycheck and realizing like oh my god there's so much money you know the kind of money that you have never received before and it was constant um yeah i i went through that phase of of just splurging on random things that i don't even remember um but i guess over time you just get used to the fact that hey i i i i will be receiving this every um paycheck and it's probably not wise for me to to keep spending um the way i was spending um and you know you you start to put together a plan and also like um because my my mom left to go back to thailand when i was 16 and she taught me a lot of things that hey um in order to you know live independently you you need to know where things are at and that includes um finance um so i've learned how to budget from a very young age those taught from my parents and i think i further hone my skills in in this um aspect when i grew older with a lot of help from google obviously seeing how other people were doing it and i guess just being self motivated after realizing that hey um when i get older i i i don't want to be relying on other people or worrying about you know money um i just want to live freely be i have enough to do whatever i want to do um and yeah just be financially independent yeah yeah so having an older brother and beating him is the motivation to have nah kidding <laughs> <laughs> guys it so was. you don't need to have stuff. an older brother to start somewhere right i guess yeah. it's all about making sure that where your values are aligned with this and how to develop good money habits mm-hmm. um but everything starts with a competitive nature i think it was your competitive nature that's mm. that enabled you to start somewhere and from there onwards you realize the importance of having um something yeah to show for and just having a peace of mind that if something happens tomorrow there is always mm. something to fall back upon 
Hundred percent. No, that's a really good. That's a really good way of putting it. Um, you did mention earlier that you are currently saving up to thirty percent. Mm. Talk to us about different ways of saving and what purpose do they serve? So, is it? Do you put this thirty percent of your saving into one account, or do you diversify it? Mm. Um, I definitely diversify um, my account. Some people may say that there are too many accounts, <laughs> but what what um, do you mean too many accounts? How many accounts do you have? Talk to us about that. Well, every paycheck I I have um automatic transfer set up. Um, obviously I set up online. I bank with ASB. It was really handy. Uh, but I mean, you can do that with any bank that you're banking with. Um, I have nine different. Um, automatic transfer. You have nine automatic transfers. Yeah. Oh so my god. That happens every paycheck. But I mean, it's it's not uh, when I guess when you think about it, like when you set it up, once you're done with that, you're done. You know, it's it's not like me going into my bank account and have to, having to do nine different transfer every single paycheck. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it's really important for anyone to start with automatic payments because they yeah they make your life. A lot easier than what you will have if mm. you go and do it individually. But tell us more about these nine accounts. What do the what do the what's the purpose of them? What do um, they serve? Okay, so there I'll just list out um different ones that I currently have. So there is holiday one. Um, those are just for trips. Um, can be road trip, overseas trip. Um, trip back to. Thailand to visit my family every single year, so I save save up on that. Um, gift and treats, uh, and car maintenance, um, and these three I would group as a like my sinking funds. So basically, it's a good strategy to save a little bit every paycheck for um, something that you know you have to pay for later. For example, um, getting. The worn up fitness for my car, or getting the annual <clears throat> car check, or buying Christmas presents, um, or someone's birthday. Like I know that that money will be gone. Um, so because or later. because it will be gone, you group them as a sinking fund. Yes, yes, I group right, them okay. as sinking fund, but but um, these three are in their own separate accounts. Yeah. Um, and I earn a little bit of interest. Uh, from this really really tiny like saving on call from ASB you only earn 0.05% but that's better than nothing um, and other ones will be more of like a long-term saving uh, that kind of include like emergency funds um, that my do not touch account which is more for retirement um, my other account for investment, as in like I save money into this account and then um, once I reach um, a certain amount, I'll, I'll go back and see like, oh, okay, um, where do I want to put it as like, you know, into term deposit where, you know, let's say ASB, you need at least 10,000 um, before you can open a term deposit um, or maybe I choose to put it towards investment funds or um, buy shares. And another one is I just auto transfer it to um, another saving account that's outside of ASB. 
so I just don't see that money. Um, and it's just another way to make sure that you don't go ahead and touch it when you don't really need it. Mm. Um, yeah. So these on are more like long term saving. Yeah. Um, accounts that I have, and like I mentioned, everything is uh have been set um as automatic transfer, so I don't have to. Um, do it manually every single paycheck. Um, however, I still from time to time go back and you know either uh, lower or increase the amount of these transfer depending on um, you know let's say I, if I was to get a promotion then um, everything should well personally for me I, I would um, raise up the, the amount for for each thing. Yeah 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 right so to summarize this, it will be there are three groups in which you end up saving your money. First is the sinking funds. Second one is the long-term savings. And what's the third one you, you spoke about? Um, just two. Uh, but I guess two. you, yeah, I mean, you can um, group the emergency in, in its own group. Yeah, yeah. okay. Right. Mm. And sinking funds comprise of car maintenance yeah car maintenance given treats um and a holiday for holiday yeah yeah that's a really good strategy Mm. really good strategy because you can never foresee um things i know a lot of people when i speak with uh my other friends they are always worried about going back home to india Mm. and how the air tickets are expensive Mm. so if using the strategy where you are saving a certain portion of your paycheck, even if it is, let's say, 2% yeah. going to the holiday account, you can be rest assured that whatever the price of the ticket is, you will be able to afford it when the time comes. Yeah, 100%. It's a, it's a really good way to not worry about um, the spending that you know that you end up spending. You know, like for me, going back to Thailand, I know that I go there at the end of the year anyway. So instead of worrying about it and then freaking out, it comes October time and wondering where I'll get the money from uh, and having to massively cut back on my expenses for the next two months. I I would rather just set aside a little bit at a time over the course of the year and it comes October, I can just buy the ticket um, for my um, trip in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so less painful. Absolutely, and I guess same goes with the car maintenance funds as well because there are so many expenses to own a car in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, doing your registration every year, doing your warrant of fitness, um, changing, changing the, the tires. tires. Exactly, oh. oh my God, that expense. Talk to me about that. Uh, but yeah. anyways, uh, you did mention that you also have an emergency fund account. Um, mm. Do you foresee a rainy day? So, for example, let's say this pandemic that has mm. um, occurred all yeah. around the globe. Um, do you foresee it? I mean, not the pandemic, but a rainy day coming. Or do you just want to be in a better space when something like this happens? Um, well, I guess I'm, I'm that person who always prepare for the worst. Not that I expect the worst to happen, but I would like to be prepared um it's really important to understand the difference between that so yeah what do you mean by prepare but not expect it it's not i'm counting on a fact and telling myself that oh the worst thing will happen in my life um 
and freak myself out of yeah. it. Yeah. It, it's just me wanting to have that piece of, in my mind that, hey, if it was to happen, I'll be fine. You know, I'm not going right. to have to run to another person and ask for money or... Like I said, not being able to sleep at night and wondering, oh crap, where would I pay for this? How can I pay for this next time? Yeah. Um. So I've always, well, I guess ever since I started working, yeah, so nearly four years ago, I've set up an emergency fund. Um, it yeah, it started off with like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Same same thing that um, Dave Ramsey said. And over time, you know, when you learn about your sp- spending habits and uh, and you know, like, okay, how how much do do you end up spending um, on a monthly basis? You know, inclusive of your rent, um, gym membership, um, your petrol, and things like that, phone yeah. bill. Yeah. Um, you know that okay, on a monthly basis, I I, I need X amount to to live. Yeah. Right. Oh, including food as well, of course. Yeah, I yeah. missed that. Um, yeah. So, and then, and it's up to the person whether you want to build and build up an emergency account that would last you three months, six months, one year, up to you. What um, What do you advise? How much? Well, I, I'm not sure I'm in a position to to advise anyone. Uh, but for me, I I aim for at least six months. Um. Yeah. Just because I, I guess I'm overly cautious about a lot of things. Um, so I, I... Overly cautious, but equally confident that you'll be find something. You'll be able to find something yeah, within six months. Exactly. Or or like maybe, I don't know, um, just in my head, like, okay, if I was to want to I don't know, quit everything altogether, I want to have at least six months or, you know, three months plus travel expenses and things like that. So I have I've gone ahead with um six months and and with obviously the the COVID thing uh that happened I I did set up and up set, setting up another emergency account because I have completed my my original one as in I have hit the target um of my emergency account and then I was like, you know what, instead of waiting for the worst to happen and actually having to dip into my emergency emergency account the original one i i i went ahead and set up another one um just for covid 19 purpose in case i need to use it yeah um you know i don't know healthcare bills if knock on one that ever comes up um yeah so i set it up uh, it was not as big of a fuss for me just because I was in a a good position that hey I have already completed my first one um but I I am cautious of it as well that like hey I shouldn't be putting way too much in emergency anyway because if I was to do that then I would limit myself from um putting the fund into investing which would you know grow more yeah in the long term yeah yeah so i i guess it's like a a troubleshooting process you you learn along along the way um and yeah you just adjust along the way absolutely 100 percent cool let's wrap this up it's been 
quite a long one, <laughs> but at the same time, extremely valuable one. Um, tell us three steps that mm. a person can take when he or she is starting on this journey of saving money. So what are the three top steps that someone mm. should do uh, if, let's say, they are starting today? Yeah. Um, as boring as it may sound, you just need to know where you're spending your money. So it would be a best idea to just track all of your spending, cash, card, doesn't matter, um, for at least one month. Mm-hmm. So you have a good idea of, okay, like, I don't know, like um, 30% goes to rent, 25% go to food and things like that. Um, and then you can sit down, evaluate every single thing and see like, hey, you know what, I can cut down on um, eating out or hey, my my gym is actually offering uh, a lower price membership. Like I don't really need a like the top tier one. You can mm-hmm. cut on that da- cut that down um, or yeah, anything like that and seeing where um you have been overspent or underspent, you know. Right. Um so that would be the first step. Um the second step is setting up that auto transfer. Um that would save you so so much time. Mm-hmm. So after you know where your money is going, um you decide how how many percentage you want to save um into long-term saving and emergency saving. Um, set up that auto transfer and the third is just revise it every so often for for me i'll do it um, every month month and a half or whenever my finance situation changes i would sit down and then revise it cool so track your spending and then set up auto transfer Mm -hmm. and revise it perfect Thanks a lot for being the first ever guest on this podcast. I'm really honored to have you. And this added a lot of value to me personally. I'm sure going to go back and revise my accounts. (laughs) But nah, thanks a lot for being on this podcast and I really appreciate it. I'm sure our listeners will appreciate the tips and hacks that you have shared. Thank you. I hope that that was helpful. Absolutely, it will be. Thank you again. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. There you go, guys. Hope you found some valuable insights that will help you pursue your financial goals. I'd love for you guys to show us some love by subscribing to this podcast and please do share it with your friends and family. I will catch you next week with another guest on Talk About Something. Till then, stay healthy and keep listening.